Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of Pitch Cafe podcast. Today we have with us basically a superhuman toastmaster. Let me tell you why I call this gentleman a superhuman toastmaster. He is a member of 12 toastmaster clubs and it's hard enough to be a part of one toastmaster club and you know reach your goals. So this gentleman is a member of 12 different toastmaster clubs. Before that, what is toastmasters? All of you who are interested in improving their communication and public speaking skills, the very first word if you look around in your community is toastmasters. It's a huge worldwide network of public speakers and leaders who follow a certain format and host their meetings and who have a certain way of mentoring people to improve communication skills and also team building and leadership skills go check out toastmasters.org and f- discover what you can do with these skills yourself but before that let's talk more about our host uh today his name is abhijit joshi and he has a very new a very uh, eye opening perspective on toastmasters he looks at it as a way of giving back breaking the bubble moving your skills to the next level and what i like most about him when i spoke with him was how he is giving these skills to different people he has mentored at least 60 people now and let's learn more about whether or not each of us can be a good public speaker does communication skill come only to few people or can everyone be a communicator does everybody have that capacity what what is abhijit's take on it let's find out abhijit welcome to pitch cafe podcast thank you for having me vida fantastic so abhijit let's get started with uh, the the thing which really wows me you are a member of 12 toastmasters clubs tell us why you decided to be a member of 12 different clubs and what do you do in each of these clubs actually you know when i look back at it things slowly happened when i started out for the first year of my toastmasters i was just a member of one club but one thing i learned immediately is you learn faster if you go to different clubs from my second speech onwards i started becoming a guest speaker at different clubs and i felt that was the changing point because every time i went there is a different audience i have to get used to them and i have to speak so i felt that that was the changing point but a year later i realized that i was growing but not at the pace i wanted what happened was it was february 9th 2020 i met the world champion darren lacroix he was giving a keynote after the keynote i just talked to him i said there's an international speech contest and i'm not i don't want to take part in it but one thing he said would change my life he said always go for more stage time more stage time more stage time and from that onwards in last years i've spoken more than 200 times it was all because of him and then i started looking for clubs which can add more value to me and the journey started wow Uh, so abhijit uh, this is a really fascinating uh, uh, journey so there was one mentor who came and asked you to get more stage time and it changed your life 
you are a mentor to 60 different people who are struggling with public speaking and communication skills do you think all of us can become good public speakers and why and what is your greatest learning by mentoring the 60 different people i feel anyone can be a good public speaker mm-hmm. what we need is a strong foundation i'm very thankful to my mentors who helped me to really start out strong mm-hmm. i used to write my script and then show it to my mentors and they will edit it once i they edited it i'll incorporate that feedback mm-hmm. and then i would practice it like more than 30 35 times before i give it on the stage mm-hmm. that practice really helped me to hone my message whenever i'm giving a speech so i feel anyone can be a good public speaker as soon as the main thing is they should be ready to put in that effort mm-hmm. and uh, uh, what do you tell your uh, you know mentees you you have coached like 60 mentees what was it like what kind of problems did they face how did you get them out of it so everyone is a different level so you want to come to their level and see what do they want Mm-hmm. like i just started out with this new mentor arun he's in india and he's really dedicated like for his first speech we had more than five or six edits for his first icebreaker and he's ready to put in that effort and hone his his message so if the mentee is ready i'm ready to take them to their level it's what they want to do i can help them achieve their goals fantastic mm-hmm. yeah uh so uh, you just told me about arun he seems like a beginner Uh, yes. what is your uh, uh, experience with slightly more advanced speakers like slightly more advanced speaker like there was one of my mentee vene she was a really good speaker you know we were in the same club and she was in the evaluation competition um, in our club we had the evaluation competition i came in first she came in second but i knew she is a really good evaluator so i said you know vene i'm going to represent another club i want you to go ahead and represent our club Wow. She went into quarter finals she won the quarter finals then we started meeting uh, regularly we wanted to really hone our evaluations she won the semi finals and once she won the semi finals then we took um, our practice to the next level we used to meet we used to watch a speech together she used mm-hmm. to have 5 minutes to give an evaluation mm-hmm. after 5 minutes she would give the evaluation i will give a feedback to her Mm-hmm. and then she would incorporate that then we'll go to another speech wow. so like this we did total 17 times yes. and when when she went into the finals she her evaluation was so good she won the district finals wow that is something you know uh, going from quarter finals to district finals and 17 uh, you know uh, trials there where 17 times she's improvising so yes. this is like no end to perfection this is a journey of perfection you're talking about but what i feel is that uh, you are also learning as you're mentoring her and uh, did you or someone else mention it the other day that the world champions write about 84 scripts until they finalize yes so yeah i want to touch on the first point yes when you are mentor when i am mentoring someone i learn so much sometimes more than the mentee learns because i'm learning how to communicate i'm also learning from them because they bring some new ideas to the table sometimes i cannot think of those things and they bring it and the words they use 
the words are very effective we need to learn how to i need i had to learn how to use the words precisely fantastic yeah and uh, that's a game which is very critical if you come to functions like marketing positioning in startups messaging in startups creating pitch decks in startups you know so i'm just giving one example but if students are writing statement of purpose it's again a game of words you're applying to university and whether or not you make it and you talk about uh, debates in congress you know the the senators are making their case uh, everywhere this game of words is critical so you're dealing with a critical and essential life skill here yes the words we use can be very impactful they have the power to change people's lives yes and uh, you mentioned earlier that everybody has a message and it yeah. is uh, it is just that they don't know how to communicate effectively and toastmasters is doing that so can you give me one uh, example of this uh, how toastmasters helped someone shape their message and it changed their life in some way definitely so i have this i have my soul sister her name is lindy mcclay mm-hmm. so once she was giving a workshop she would say she said one thing which i really took it to my heart mm-hmm. she said share that message with the audience which you want to hear mm-hmm. share that message with the audience which you want to hear and as i was thinking about it it immediately gave me an idea about a speech and the speech was i'm enough you are enough we are enough wow and and the message is sometimes there were certain times in my life that i didn't not feel that i was enough hmm right no no uh, this is truly a very spiritual motivational uh, message and uh, it it's uh, completely calming me down just thinking about the three words i am enough and you know you are enough it's a it's it's bringing a lot of healing energy here so that is the power of words that's the power of speech which changed your life this is truly amazing so abhijit um is there some other story which you want to showcase and inspire people to join toastmasters or join the uh, community uh, you know to which you are part of you run 12 clubs and um what is the what is that one incident or what is that one message uh, you you can give them uh, so they can get started with toastmasters a lot of youth don't know about this they uh, they want to be a ted speaker but they don't know uh, that there is a platform called toastmasters and what happens there i want to share this one story with you mm-hmm. i was wanted to become a program manager since 2013 Mm-hmm. I did not have that confidence. Mm. And I just continued with what my job was. I was a senior engineer. I was really enjoying working on batteries. Mm-hmm. But then I met Mamis, my friend recommended that I join Toastmasters. She said it would change my life. Mhm. I used to see that poster for 3 years in my cafeteria at my work, but I never wanted to join Toastmasters. the reason was when i was elected president of the graduate student association i had to give a speech the only way i managed to give a speech was chugging the whole beer before getting on the stage and when i sat down i felt like oh i never want to do this again mm. but my friend was instrumental she said 
it will change your life and because of her i joined toastmasters and one thing really helped me was the mentors i had they were very helpful guiding me in the right direction as i went along in my journey my confidence increased my way of organizing the thoughts was better and better i was able to work on my impromptu speaking because i could organize my thoughts i worked on many speeches so this really helped me and when the time came last year in august like i wanted to change my job and i really wanted to become a program manager i applied for one and the things went very smoothly i had developed the skills in last few years how i can become a better program manager like communication skills working with the different people influencing them getting things done all these things helped me to get that job this is uh, so inspiring i i uh, i do life coaching and i always meet people like uh, you who first of all have trouble communicating i mean like you were a few years ago not right now nobody can tell uh, right now that you are, you had trouble uh, communicating or you had stage fear right now you speak very fluently with lot of confidence and clarity but people like you know who you you were a few years ago when before you joined those masters i'm always having uh, you know trouble what can i tell them to inspire them to improve their communication because they're so smart they're so intelligent the only thing holding them back is their communication skills they don't know what impact they're having when they speak to someone they're not able to get other people to see their point of view they're not able to inspire others so looks like you joining the toastmasters club gave you a big boost in your career that is definitely a life changing event it's not even uh, it's not just career you're now coaching other people to join the bandwagon and i'm seeing this pattern in lot of people here uh, where i did my toastmasters club they they become a uh, vice president they head the sales team you know what happens when you do this club regularly how come it is resulting in high salaries you know big positions some of them became startup founders and got funding i mean seriously what is going on i know the mentorship is uh, really powerful what else do you think is happening there i'm going to share more details about my journey sure when i when i started I started with my corporate club at Nvidia right. and speak. Within 3 months I got a chance to become a vice president of education for the club. Mm-hmm. When you are the vice president of education you are responsible for the growth of each and every member in the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you are communicating with them. You are making sure they are giving speeches. So I'm also working on my speeches but I'm also working with them to encourage them to give their own speeches. So here I'm developing my influencing skills. Yeah. And it's in my own club in my own bubble. So that was the first step. Mm. The second step was I became a club coach for Cisco Speaks. At that moment that was a struggling club with, uh, with they had 10 members but only 5 members used to show up in the club. Mm-hmm. Now when I went as a club coach there I wanted to change the culture there but now when I'm influencing I'm influencing against the change 
So it's yeah. a different kinds of influencing. So you have to have different ways of dealing with things. You have to learn different techniques, how you can influence them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was another learning experience where I had to take that club from 10 members to 25 members and to a thriving club in the district. Mm-hmm. That was a big learning. Mm-hmm. The next learning I had is when I had this good ideas, like I wanted to start clubs. I got this idea. Uh, there was this lady who joined my club. She was just married. She came from India. She was our, one of our employees' wife. And in three months, I saw such a big improvement in her. It was like, wow. It inspired me to start an empowerment club, empowerment women's club. That was my inspiration. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for a partner whom I can collaborate with. Mm-hmm. And then Renee and me collaborated together. We formed a big team of eight or nine people and started this Women Lead Toastmasters. Wow. So doing these three different things, when you are trying to get a group of people together, 20, and buy into your vision, it's a different skill you need. Mm-hmm. So all these skills really helped me to build up uh, in different stages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is so similar to building your own organization. Yes. Let's say I want to do a startup. Every skill you mentioned, I need that. If I run yeah. a fun- fundraising campaign, Every skill you mentioned I need. I should be able to influence people, come out of their shell and, uh, you know, make a change in their lives. And people are not acting. If they have to donate, they will not donate. If they have to uh, go and uh, participate in an event, they're in their shell, you have to nudge them. It's a very, very powerful way of getting people to impact. So these are tools for social impact, tools for impact in a lot of ways. So great. And uh, what happened to the women's, uh, what are the other things you did with, with this kind of skills? How did that go? Yes. So another, I want to share this another story with you. Mm-hmm. I was in my club and I just wanted to become a good speaker. I wanted to just work on my speaking skills. Mm-hmm. I, told the, I told this to my mentor, Dennis. Dennis said, If you give a speech, few people will remember the speech. But if you become an area director, when you become an area director, you get a chance to influence over 100 fellow Toastmasters in five clubs. Mm -hmm. Not only that, you get many more opportunities to speak and share your message and work on your leadership skills. And because of him, I became the area director for the five clubs. And you learn because then you have five clubs with different cultures and you're helping them to take their skills to the next level. So it's another skill you have to learn. How do you manage different kinds of people or different clubs with different culture? Mm -hmm. So what I feel is Toastmasters is a playground. It's a gym where you can practice and hone all these skills. And another thing which my mentor says is, If you know how much you can get out of Toastmasters, you will never leave Toastmasters. Yeah, I I can see that because uh, I know a couple of my friends, they joined Toastmasters. They were so busy uh, doing the area level roles and they did MBA from Wharton. After that, there's another uh, mentor of mine. He got a very senior management position at Google. I mean, he doesn't have like a great pedigree. All he did was he very deeply involved himself in Toastmasters, came up with new models. And he's in a very senior, it's not easy to get into Google. It's one of the hardest 
job interviews to crack and uh, it's not easy to get into Wharton there's another mentor of mine he went he moved to Chicago he headed the entire sales division very large company it's not easy to head sales in a large company and everything is communication in sales so i'm seeing one and one miracle after another there's another lady she got a director's role in a startup hefty paycheck really awesome job so this is uh, something which people are not exploring very well what what are some of the things people can do to explore deeply in toastmasters like some of the magic mantra you have learned which other people can also follow there are a couple of steps i would like to tell the first thing visit few clubs understand which clubs energy works with you mm-hmm. find that club which gels with you once you know that okay this is a club i would like to join find a good mentor mm-hmm. someone who can help you in your journey because once they can hold your hand and they can show you how to take that next step and level up your skills yeah that changes that makes that is the best way to start your journey yeah no i did both of them and can you believe uh, for 10 years i'm still following my mentors they have gone uh, 100 fold leap in your life they've yes. gone to different level their family wise friends wise social circle everything wise i'm still following them because they were so nice to me when i was um, making my first steps they showed me so many different ways things i could i could never imagine i did i could do they made me do it so so even now they're uh, like my friends so i think you make really good friends in toastmasters isn't it very good like the relationships you will make they will last for a lifetime i have people who are my mentors and my good friends like declan mm-hmm. declan is the chief operating officer at a company but learning besides we worked together we tried to improve our skills whenever i was working on the speech he was helping me in my speech now when he's working on his evaluation i'm trying to give him small tips which can help him to win the district so when we worked together he always keeps on guiding me hey keep an attention to your professional life how you can take that next leap mm-hmm. because you are capable of it just start thinking that small nudge really helps me like I remember him telling me like two years ago, hey, you're a good program manager, you should look into that. And that stayed in my mind. And when the time came, I jumped into that. Okay. So having these mentors can really be very helpful. So Abhijit, if, um, you know, people like me, I have less time for Toastmasters. What can I um, contribute to the Toastmasters community? Because uh, my day, most of it is... i'm starting my own gigs so uh, my own business uh, my coaching business and uh, other things so how can we be part of toastmasters so one thing i would say is you can just belong to one club you don't need to do too much but whenever you do any role your goal is to add value to people's life mm. i want to give you an example there is my friend ravia dusmeli Mm-hmm. He just takes a small role as a timer, where you have to time the speeches. But he goes that extra mile. When I am giving the speech, he would break down my speech into introduction of my speech, my body of my speech, and my conclusion of my speech. He is making that extra effort to add value. And once you get into that habit of adding value to people's lives, yeah. not only your life changes, you are changing other people's lives too. 
yeah this is uh, yeah that's one thing toastmasters teaches you every role no matter how small it seems you can uh, do it with a lot of creativity and lot of energy and uh, it will make an impact it definitely makes an impact i used to make notes and um, i became so good i started writing blogs then uh, good speeches mm, and now i'm writing books so the small thing of making note nobody had the energy or enthusiasm they were all speaking nobody was writing even today writing uh, or typing down notes is my biggest asset uh, if even when i'm in a board meeting they're all uh, you know really accomplished people they say amazing things they forget to note so i'm making notes so uh, the, no job is because small toastmasters teaches you that because the president of the club is also doing <laughs> note takes yes and very very you are making a very good point actually toastmaster teaches you how to take notes especially when you are an evaluator yes like when you are an evaluator you have to have critical listening critical thinking yes. these are the skills you develop another thing i learned is you don't need to get bogged down into the details when you are evaluating the speech yeah you want to see what is going on and also bring your heart yeah your heart is very important when you are trying to motivate that speaker to take that next step exactly no i totally agree with you most people who listen to talks go to conferences go to events their listening and critical thinking uh, hats are uh, very much low they are distracted they are doing this and that but um, the discipline of toastmasters where you are evaluating and you are also understanding the speech you are trying to improve the speech when when we make that discipline we we go to the next level when we attend an event we come back as a, a person who is at the next level you're not just going to an event like everyone else you're doing something extra and it's never left me that part of toastmasters even today at an event it's i'm totally energized because for me every meeting uh, there is a toastmaster in me who's telling me to do things <laughs> so this is amazing amazing so abhijit you told me that you practice vipassana form of meditation you're so young and you've gotten into vipassana can you tell uh, other youngsters uh, what they get, what they can get out of vipassana you uh, are a graduate with uh, you know job you've got promoted so you are uh, pretty much by yourself and you're practicing vipassana and very early in your life uh, what does vipassana do to you what, what did you learn from vipassana before i ever started on this meditation or vipassana journey i was a ping pong ball just ping pong like going very fast you know i wanted to move really fast but then vipassana helped me to understand that stillness can change your life and what vipassana gave was the gift of stillness just staying at I, I one place i can see that i can see that you are a speaker who uses um very very uh, good uh, powerful silence and stillness and it's it's created a whole rhythm in your uh, you know speech and it's almost theatrical but it's very well crafted um is definitely working for you as a speaker so tell me more tell me more about that so vipassana journey is the 10 day course where you don't speak with anyone it was very hard for me it was not easy i remember on the 5th day or 6th day i just wanted to run away open the gates <laughs> but what i did when i went to vipassana i didn't drive by myself i came with someone else so i knew if something like that happens 
I don't have a choice but to just stay there for 10 days. Hmm. So I stayed there for 10 days. I completed my practice and after I came back I started meditating every day. As I go as I started my journey I felt that some things were changing. I could just sit back and not react to things. Just digest what was happening and then assimilate and then give feedback or what is happening so that stillness and be comfortable with it that was the changing moment because i've seen initially i was not comfortable with stillness i want to give feedback or the impulse would shoot so fast that i was not able to control it but it gave me that poise that is very effective that that's what we get from vipassana the gift of stillness wow and uh, what i feel is um you become your mind becomes uh, your uh, mentee you go above the mind most of the time we are in the mind we don't realize we are stuck in our own thoughts and our thoughts is, are creating this reality and we think that is real sometimes it is very very uh, tumultuous sometimes it's very scary but the thing is the mind has created all this it's not there you have woven that story and vipassana brings you out of that story is what very, i think very very true yeah <laughs> i want to make this one more point i read this book untethered soul by michael singer i have listened to the, that book for more than 15 times wow that book help me understand that i have a melodramatic mind mm. you know and another thing help me help help me dis- uh, understand is i am not my mind i am the experience who experiences that mind i am the experience who experiences that mind when i disassociated my mind and myself that was a big changing moment it's like ha huh, i could just realize oh my mind is going crazy right now it's getting melodramatic yeah and uh, they say that the purpose of mind is to help us survive it's always finding flaws and it's always trying to look for things which make you aggressive or which which defend, defend yourself from something so it's a very scary place that's how the mind is designed so you break free of that and you find this zone where you're not influenced by anything and you're looking at world the way it is it's very energizing isn't it the mind it has a way of sapping energy so this is very <laughs> neutral spot is a very happy energizing place amazing amazing so abhijit you also mentioned you teach yoga uh, how did that happen in your life among all the other things you do uh, how did you uh, get into teaching yoga that happened completely by accident from 2015 i was doing regular yoga i was to do five times a week at nvda at my uh, workplace we have yoga every day so i used to do it but last year in may they just said we are going to stop all the classes hmm. and yoga was such a big part of my life i didn't wanted to lose it at that moment there is this employee or there's my colleague she said she will come to my class if i teach and because of her i started teaching yoga silly comes to the class every day and we practice for like one and a half hours in the starting i was not very comfortable because i was afraid 
what's what do i do next what pose i'm going to do next mm. but now doing it for a year my practice has evolved the depthness of the practice has evolved i can stay in one pose for like 2 to 3 minutes and staying in that discomfort is i think is the change it's the biggest change keeping that equanimity in that discomfort is what i'm trying to shoot for and that is helping me in my life fantastic so i learned so much about um you know what it takes for you to have become such a good speaker today uh, not only your uh, core message which is to serve others but also you have practiced stillness in your and uh, mind control and uh, yoga which is giving you control on physical body so you have practiced essentially physical and mental balance and in your career it is giving you such a good boost as a speaker it is boosting you and as a human being overall so this is a great message abhiji thank you so much for sharing this nugget of wisdom i hope the listeners find this very useful so um abhiji anything else you want to share with the audience uh like yes core message go ahead yeah one thing you touched on you know, i know you do a lot of workshops yeah when you keep on doing these workshops the repetition really helps once you repeat because you learn from every instance you learn something and when you incorporate that and apply it the next time you become better and better and better so one thing i've learned is practice is progress in those masters keep on practicing you can achieve anything if you keep on practicing yeah definitely somebody who's uh, who gives 17 uh speeches revision to his mentee i can imagine how only how perfect you will be in your own speech so i will definitely take that i'm going to be hosting many workshops this year so this podcast was a very good mentorship session for me as well uh with that um, i very uh, reluctantly want to wrap up this podcast i love to have you back uh, in a different role on this platform you have so much to offer but before that any parting message to the audience which they can remember and you know revisit and rethink about one thing which is changing my life is when i serve others when i help others they help me so i want you to get outside your bubble help other people it's going to help you to take that bigger and bigger leap serve others serve yourself that would be my message wow what an amazing amazing message uh, to wrap up the podcast with uh this is a very universal message it can solve lots of uh problems we are facing today in the world the crisis we are in um serving ourselves and uh, serving others by and then serving ourselves it's happening as a positive cycle so let's keep that going on that note thank you abhijit for gracing this show and wish you all the very best in your future endeavors at toastmasters thank you so much for having me fantastic